if you look at what, so on the set of reverse, right? Where you had me, Kelly Hogan, Maria Emmerich, Dr. Barry, Dr. Kiltz, Dr. Chafee, Dr. Vega, Dr. Hampton, Dr. Ovedia, Dr. Zaldivar. I might be missing somebody, but we had all these people, right? We're all eating dinner. We've all got all these different protocols and the way that we implement a carnivore diet. Mm-hmm. You would never know that based on what was on our plates. That's what we had on our plates. We had meat, we had mm-hmm. eggs, mm-hmm. we had bacon. Yeah. We all ate the same way. Mm-hmm. The difference in what we're doing is not that big. Yeah. The principles of what we're doing, focusing on a whole food, animal-based nutrition, moving our bodies, trying to develop our physical ability, that's what it's all about. So if there's any validation uh, that I've gotten from any of them, it's that the principles behind why this works is the same across the board. Absolutely. Now, Coach Bronson is a keto carnivore fitness coach, and it's my absolute pleasure to have him on the show today. Uh, He opened a CrossFit gym in 2014. Uh, He's a gym owner, and of course, as part of that, he's helped loads of people with the overall health and fitness. And later, he developed the F2 method, which I want to ask him about today, uh, to improve his clients' quality of life and physical freedom consistently and sustainably. Now, in 2018, Coach Bronson actually discovered his animal-based nutrition and lifestyle, and he optimized his own metabolic health and performance. And I've seen his photos. He's definitely done that. Uh, since then, he's developed uh, you know, specific methods to use both nutrition and fitness to radically improve the lives of people all over the world. He's the author of the book, The Ultimate Ketogenic, uh, Ketogenic Fitness Book, A Complete Guide to Optimizing Keto for a Better Quality of Life, with a foreword by none other than Dr. Ken Berry, who I'm sure a lot of you will know. Uh, he offers coaching programs, one-on-one consultations, and uh, a very successful life transformation bootcamp, which we'll ask him all about today. Uh, on top of this, he's also published studies, I've seen, and he's also been featured on as a guest expert on the TV show Reversed, which some of you may have seen. Uh, he's had amazing success personally, I think, with his animal-based nutrition and his incredible personal transformation, losing over 70 pounds of fat, I believe. And as I said, I've seen his, uh, seen his pictures. He looks absolutely incredible. Uh, so Coach Bronson, thank you for coming on the show today. Yeah. So I started, my, my, my nutrition journey started um, really by the simple stuff, starting with, you know, cutting out French fries, cutting out most processed foods, things like that. I did a few things along the way, and um, at the time I started carnivore, I was pretty much moderate carb, not really low carb, moderate carb. Most of the carbs I got were vegetables, right? Fibrous vegetables. So it was more fiber than it was carbs, not any processed foods, uh, more of a paleo whole 30 kind of thing. Uh, and it was just recommended. So, you know, I, I, I was, uh, I knew a licensed dietitian nutritionist. And they were like, hey, you know, I heard this thing. You should try it out and see what happens. And uh, so I was like, all right, cool. So they sent me the Joe Rogan podcast with Dr. Baker. And mm. I listened to probably 20 minutes of it. And I was like, okay, what's it going to hurt? I'll give yep. it a shot and see what happens. I had, It's not like I love veggies anyway. So you're telling me that I can potentially just eat meat and have all the issues go away. I, I'll sure, I'll give it a shot. So um, I did as much research as I could at the time, because in 2018, it's not like there was a lot out there. 
there were a couple of Facebook groups. There was a couple of people talking about it, but there wasn't too much stuff that I could find. So I dug up what I could find, found some blogs, found some things like that, realized that there actually were a good number of people out there that were doing it. People that some people that had been doing it for 10, 15, 20 years, you know, I learned about the bear. I learned about uh, some other people that have been doing it for a while. If you know, Dr. Paul Mabry found a group that he ran, he's been doing mm. it forever in clinical practice, mm. you know? So it was like, okay, there's something out here. There's something to this. Yeah. And decided, all right. So May 1st, 2018, I just said, all right, what meat do I have in the fridge? And let's see what happens. So I just basically cle- took about a week, cleaned out all the meat in the fridge and then went back to the store. And that was, like I said, five and five plus years ago. Yeah. And you said you were saying, um, you know, before we had some issues with the audio that, you know, it took, took you, I mean, you realized at about three months, about 90 days that kind of suddenly all these issues that you actually had were, were gone. Um, how long do you think it actually took you in retrospect to, to, to yeah, really like I, get a benefit? Yeah. Like I said, it was about 90 days before I realized the things that I were doing, the habits I had built around my IBS. Um, I didn't need to do that anymore. So, I mean, it could have been 45 days, 60 days, probably somewhere around there where it was like, hey, you know what? I'm not uh, going to the bath. I don't need, like the habits were things like getting up. Okay, I have to go to work. I'm going to go to the bathroom before I get in the car. Mm -hmm. Okay, as soon as I get to work, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Before lunch, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Before I get back from lunch, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Before I go home, I'm going to go to the bathroom. When I get home, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Before I go to the gym, I'm going to... And it was just in preparation because just in case I needed to go, I didn't mm. want to be stuck in the car mm. while I went. So basically, anytime I had to go somewhere where I'd be away from that proximity to a bathroom, I wanted to go just in case. Mm. Uh, and then it was probably, you know, like I said, several weeks when I realized, wait, I'm doing all of these things. I haven't actually gone to the bathroom any of these times. Yeah. You know, I haven't actually needed to. Or while I'm in the car, the urge to go and have to worry if I can hold it long enough till I got home mm. or got to work or got to the gym. I wasn't having that urge. Yeah. You know, or then we're, it got really crazy. It was like, Oh, I have this feeling that maybe I'll have to go, but I actually can hold it and control it until I get somewhere and not worry about if I'm going to crap my pants. Yeah. yeah. So that getting, gain, going through that process of, the, the habit and routine to realizing, oh, wait, if I actually do feel like I have to go, I can hold it. Mm. It's like, whoa, wait a second. I can actually do this, you know? Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that crazy that like something so, yeah. so basic as just, you know, you can hold your bowels is, is just right. actually so life-changing. But so many people out there are struggling with these kinds of issues. Um, you know, I wish, I wish more people <laughs> could just find, you know, carnivore diet. Um, what are you actually eating? Cause I mean, carnivore can mean so many things to so many different sure. people. Animal based can mean almost anything. What, what, what do you actually eat at the moment? Yeah. 90% of my diet is beef and eggs. Okay. Do you eat any That's vegetables at all? Uh, I had a strawberry yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, no pretty, pretty much just no. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I don't, I, yeah, I, I haven't had. Gosh, I think in the last five years, I may have had a, a total of maybe in, uh, some corn, like a serving of corn, because corn is corn. I love corn. Um, I grew up on Silver Queen corn. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they have that where you are, but um, corn and butter and salt. You know, one yeah. thing I realized a long time ago 
and I have this conversation all the time, is that nobody likes carbs. We like yeah, yeah. the outside yeah. from a, from a natural food source, right? Yeah. Processed foods, that's a whole different thing. But yeah, yeah. nobody likes carbs. If you're eating natural whole foods, you use carbs as a vehicle for fat and salt. Hmm. Nobody, like if you ask any, ask anybody that says, oh, I love my salads. Okay, eat that salad without salad dressing, yeah. without oil, without cheese, without mm-hmm. nuts, without mm-hmm. any, eat, just eat the lettuce and the tomato by itself. Yeah. Don't yeah. put anything else on it and tell me if you love your salad. Yeah, it's unlikely that they you know what I mean? <laughs> genuinely love like a, like a green no, bean. It's not going to happen. Without butter and, you know. Like, just go go it. out, pick some green beans and eat them off the off the, off the plant, eat, right? Eat, like, eat a, raw, a raw potato. Like, yeah, it's probably not yeah. that tasty. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, exactly. Um, I mean, one of the things I want to ask you about, I'm conscious of time because we're on Zoom now. There is a limit. Um, mm-hmm. What is this F2 method that, 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 that you've kind of developed? Yeah, yeah. So my mantra is fitness is freedom. And so that's where the F2 comes from. But it's really more about the the concepts and principles behind what it means to have a good quality of life and how to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people start carnivore, start keto, start most of their, their journey based off of the idea of trying to lose weight. And I want people to understand that, number one, the issues you're having in your life have nothing to do with your weight. If you're having health issues, weight is a symptom of the core issue, which is metabolic dysfunction. And, you know, we spend a lot of time trying to mop up the water in the bathroom because our tub is overflowing instead of just fixing the leaky faucet. <laughs> yeah. And that and that is exactly where a lot of people are. So it's going back to identifying what's the real issue and how do we fix that? So with the biggest problem that I see with the clients that I work with over the years is we get stuck in looking at focusing on the wrong things and getting stuck in the minutia of the science and all the the mechanisms of how things work instead of coming back to the level of the concepts and principles of why everything works and the f2 method is really about understanding that look i don't need to understand the mechanisms of spring tension and gear mechanics to know how to tell time mm-hmm. i can look at a clock and say hey it's eight o'clock mm-hmm. i don't need to understand how all the internal workings of the clock, you know, work in order to make an impact on my life. Mm. So we're spending all this time trying to understand mitochondrial health and autophagy and the impact of beta rays and blue light and all. Are you eating the the amount of food food that you need to eat? Are you getting the fat and protein that you need? Are you exercising and and building your muscular strength? Are you building lean mass? Are you Mm. getting good sleep? Mm. That's where the basis, that's where the, that's the magic. If you can get those things at a high level, 80%, 90% of the effort you're spending trying to do all this other stuff down at this level is, Mm. is is not going to be neat. You're not going to worry about it. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. And it's really refreshing to hear you say, you know, actually, you know, as in essence, you know, focus on the health and the weight will, will follow, you know, weight. Yep. We, we say so much, you know, in medicine, you know, that the, the health is caused by these weight issues. I mean, really, it's the other way around. You know, weight is really caused by the poor health, you know, almost, exactly. you know, always metabolic syndrome of, of some description. Uh, so it's really refreshing to hear you say that. I mean, yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I think people focus way too much on, on the minutiae and uh, trying to really understand everything in complicated terms. You know, I was at this keto retreat today. Uh, shout out to Emma, the lazy keto mum who invited me for it. And um you know, great, great talks all day. Absolutely fantastic. You know, really, really kind of detailed stuff. And, and people ask me like, what well, you know, what, 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 what should I do on carnival and all this stuff? And I'm like, you know, do you feel good? 
Like, but what about fasting? What about my glucose levels? What about my ketones? I'm like, do you feel good? Yeah. You know, if you yeah. don't feel good, change what you eat. If, if, if you feel good eating it, it's probably fine for you. You know, you don't really need to go into all that level of minute detail. You know, Not as you said, you don't need to understand the inner workings of, of a watch. Like, I couldn't repair a watch, but I can tell the time. You know, exactly. That's exactly. it. Yeah. You just have to see we, that. We, yeah. We hosted a conference this weekend in my area and, uh, I don't know if you know Dr. Stephen Hussey, if you if you know him. No, I know, I know, um, I know a, the name. He's, yeah, he's he's a he's a fantastic guy. He's got a, he's got a few books out. His he kind of focuses a lot on heart health and cholesterol, epidemiology, things mm -hmm. like that. And one of the things he was talking about, he's like, you know, our ancestors didn't understand biology. Yeah. Right. I, go go ask a caveman what a mitochondria is. You know what I mean? It's like. You eat which what works for you, mm -hmm. and you do the things that make sense. Your progress is the only thing that matters. There is no best way to do anything. There is what works for you. Yeah, the right way is there's no such thing as the right way. And as I get questions all the time, I see people asking all the time, "Well, what's the best way to do this? What's the best?" And I realized recently that. When people are asking for the best way, often that is code for what's the fastest way. Yeah, easy way. <laughs> what's the easiest way for me to do this? What's the fastest way for me to get results? And that in and of itself tells you that there's a, a mindset that needs to be shifted into what is the way that's going to work for me for the longest period of time. Mm -hmm. We are so focused on how fast can we do it because we're not thinking, wait, wait a second, when I get there, I need to stay there. I would hope that people would want to get healthy and stay healthy. Mm. So if I'm going to try to stay healthy, does it matter how fast I get there as long as I can stay there for as long as possible? Mm -hmm. So if you start thinking about this as a long, this is a, this is a way of eating. This is a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. This isn't a six month style. Mm-hmm. Are you doing this so that you can live long as possible and enjoy that life while you're living it? Or are you doing this just so you can lose weight? And then I get this one all the time, which boggles my mind is how long do I have to do this? Well, what do you expect to do after? Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I'm looking at doing this as, as a, as a solution to giving me the health and the quality of life that I want. Mm -hmm. When I'm done doing this, I'm done because I'm dead. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. That, that's how this should work. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I, I, to be fair, like with some of my patients that come in to see me, they, they, they actually, they, they say it more like, how long can I do it for? That's, right. that's actually a question I get asked more than, which is the better yeah, question. And that's a very valid, that's a valid question because there that's are the questions right. about the sustainability and exactly. how long can you do this for sure. Yeah. That is the right question. Yeah. I mean, just briefly on weight loss, you know, do you have any, any advice for people who are maybe doing carnivore who are struggling to lose weight? Because we see it all the time on like all these Facebook sure. groups and stuff. People saying, you know, like I've lost a ton of weight and so on. Most people do, but some there's always people out there that that struggle to lose weight mm -hmm. on carnivore. Mm -hmm. Do you have any particular? Do you see people like that that struggle on carnivore? Yeah, to lose all weight? the time, and it's and it's ninety percent of the time it's because they think nutrition will solve everything, right? And if you're not moving your body, you're only doing half the work. That's just how that's how it is. It, quality of life is. 50% what you eat, 50% what you do. If you're just trying to lose fat, you're going to get to a certain point with either of them. So I'll just give you, I'll use myself as an example. Mm -hmm. My journey started really focusing on the fitness side. Uh, I started in my late thirties. I started doing the, the fitness thing. I did a bunch of different things, tried some different stuff. Then I found CrossFit, did CrossFit for a while, really loved it. 
became a coach, started coaching, opened a gym, did all these different things. And about six years into that journey, five or six years into that journey, uh, I realized, hey, I gained 30, 40 pounds back. I was still dealing with the IBS. That had been there the whole time. I had the IBS. I gained about 40, 50 pounds back. Um, and on top of that, now because I'm physically active, I have injuries, chronic pain. My recovery started tanking. I went from when I first started, I was working out four or five days a week to the point where if I if I could work three days a week in the gym and do something physically active, I felt like crap. I felt like mm -hmm. I got run over by a truck. So my performance was tanking. The volume of training that I was trying to do went, went, went down. Uh, I was having a lot more injuries, pulled hamstrings, pulled calves, pulled groins, torn meniscus, torn labrums, all these different things were happening all the time. So that was interrupting my training. Um, on top of the IBS, on top of just everything, I was just like, I'm doing all this stuff. I own a gym and here I am overweight, can't do the things that I'm trying to do. And I'm trying to tell other people how they should improve their quality of life by listening to what I got to say. Mm. It was like, this is, I, I got to figure something out. And this was around the same time that, you know, this other stuff was happening. I was trying carnivore. The change in my physical health and the change in the IBS and the, the urgent bowels coincided with an increase in my ability to train, a, an improvement in my recovery, a, an ability to do more work in a shorter amount of time and feel good while I was doing it. So that was another eye-opening aspect of just changing the nutrition, how that impacts your physical performance. Mm. And I'm not even talking about, you know, fit, fitness is a, is a view into overall health, right? Health, wellness, and sickness, uh, excuse me, fitness, wellness, and sickness are all measures of the same thing. So from a fitness perspective, if I'm saying I can do more work in a compressed amount of time, then I'm also saying I can live my life better day to day. Mm. Right. If I'm stronger at the gym, that means I'm also stronger with my kids when I'm playing. It means I have more endurance at work. All of those things translate into my day to day quality of life. So my ability to do more in the gym impacted my quality of life. And the only thing I changed at that time was just eating meat. Mm. So understanding that, guys, if you're looking to improve your body composition, your quality of life, your physical ability and physical freedom, you have to do both at the same time, mm. right? At some point, you know, you can start with one or the other, but at some point you're not going to get the full picture until you combine the two because mm. you, your body, your body is, it's like, okay, I can put all, I can put the best fuel in my car, but if I never take my car out of the garage, what's the point? Mm -hmm. You've got to use, you've got to use it because yeah. they build and support each other. We're made of systems and you understand, right, the gas, you know, general adaptation syndrome, supercompensation, all these things, none of the, none are efficient systems, biological, physiological, and neurological systems don't improve in an absence of stress. Mm -hmm. We have to stimulate the systems of our body to improve. So we cannot become metabolically efficient. We cannot improve our brain function. We cannot improve our immune system. We can't improve our physiological uh, motor patterns. We can't, there's so many different things. They don't improve if we don't use them. Yeah. So we can do everything we want to make ourselves efficient from a, uh, what we're putting in perspective. We can clean up everything we put in 
But if we're not doing things to make the systems actually work better, then we're missing half the equation. Yeah, I mean, I guess to just bring it back a little bit to like the car analogy, you know, like a sports car, you, you know, everyone kind of knows you've got to just take it out for a drive every once in a while. You know, yeah. otherwise it just sits there kind of rusting and it's just not going to, it's not going to work as well. Like we do, we actually do know that mm -hmm. we kind of with sports cars and so on. I mean, and one of my questions I was going to ask you was, I mean, you're, you're 50 now or over 50. I know on your website, it says 51, you're, 51, you're 50, yep. 51. I mean, I've seen some of your pictures. You look absolutely incredible. Uh, I was going to ask you, I mean, what, what is the secret? I guess the secret is there is no secret. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. the secret is keep it simple. The more we overcomplicate it, the harder it's going to be. Yeah. And the whole purpose of this process, this journey is to make our lives easier. So why do we keep trying to make it more complicated than it needs to be? We're adding stress, we're adding anxiety, we're adding mental overhead of thinking about all these things. Eat meat, lift weights, get sleep. Mm. That's that's the basics. It's not rocket science, really, is it? It's not rocket science. No. no. Do you, uh, when you're talking to to your clients about about diet and nutrition, do you do you mainly recommend like a carnivore and animal based diet, or you know, do you kind of meet people halfway? Like, what's what's your kind of yeah. approach on that one? That goes that goes into more of the F two method. The, the method that I, that I that I built is really around individuality, around individuality, and looking at the whole person. So, if you look at you take a bullseye. Right, you got all the different circles. You got the red dot in the middle. We're all red dot in the middle. And I'm gonna steal. I keep telling Dr. Barry that I'm really mad he took the phrase "proper human diet" because it's <laughs> perfect to describe what we're doing. Yeah. If you look at the center of the the center of the bullet, the bullseye is the proper human diet, the best combination of foods that a, a human could possibly eat. We're all over the place as as a people, mm -hmm. right? You're over here. I'm over here. Someone else is over here. As if, if, if we're actually focused on quality of life and we're open to learning and changing and growing as our knowledge, as we gain knowledge, we're all going to be moving closer and closer and closer and closer to the center. Mm -hmm. But you can't start in the center. No one starts hitting the bullseye right from the get go. Mm -hmm. So what I try to meet clients, find out where they are on that bullseye and then slowly try to move them closer to the center. Mm -hmm. no, I think that's a very good that's analogy. How, that's how it works. Yeah, yeah, very good analogy. I mean, speaking of Dr. Barry, I was going to ask, I know you've interviewed him uh, for your YouTube channel uh, a little while ago. Um, I mean, uh, you've interviewed some pretty big names. I mean, is there anything specific that you've learned from some of these people? Have they just kind of complimented what you already knew? Is it Have they changed your mind? I know Dr. Barry, of course, yeah. proper human diet. He talks about eating some vegetables now, of course, as well. Sure. sure. Um, have they, anyone kind of, you know, given you any, any change, change your mind in any way at all? No, I think the biggest thing that I found working with all of these people is that the principles and the concepts are way more important than the protocols. And that's another part of the, the method and part of what I'm working on is understanding the principles of why these work is way, way, way more important than how. Mm -hmm. Because everyone's context is different. If you look at what I say, I'm coming at it from over 10 years of fitness coaching. So I'm looking at things from a different perspective, a quality of life perspective that includes a lot more of the physical and physiological and neurological aspects of what we're doing. If you look at, the, let's say, Dr. Chafee, uh, he's got a very different view. Dr. Kiltz, completely different view. Bella, yeah. very different view. Um, Dr. Boz, if anybody knows who Dr. Boz is, uh, you know, there's there's so many different takes, but it's based on where is that person coming from? Who are they talking to? What is their training? What is their experience? And, and things like that. But guess what? You know, 
Kelly Hogan said it best on Reversed. Uh, and we had this conversation. Kelly and I talked about this a lot. It's like, if you look at what, so on the set of Reversed, right? We had me, Kelly Hogan, Maria Emmerich, Dr. Barry, Dr. Kiltz, Dr. Chafee, Dr. Vega, Dr. Hampton, Dr. Ovedia, Dr. Zaldivar. I might be missing somebody, but we had all these people, right? We're all eating dinner. We've all got all these different protocols and the way that we implement a carnivore diet. Mm-hmm. You would never know that based on what was on our plates. That's what we had on our plates. We had meat, we had mm-hmm. eggs, mm-hmm. we had bacon. Yeah. We all ate the same way. Mm-hmm. The difference in what we're doing is not that big. Yeah. The principles of what we're doing focusing on a whole food, animal-based nutrition, moving our bodies, trying to develop our physical ability. That's what it's all about. So if there's any validation uh, that I've gotten from any of them, it's that the principles behind why this works is the same across the board. Yeah. And I guess it it comes back to what you were saying about, you know, the minutiae don't necessarily make that much difference. You know, it's like the 80, 20 rule, whatever you want to call it, you know, like 80, 90%, maybe more 95% just comes from that whole food, clean, you know, no artificial, you know, crap, basically. Um, yes, a lot of it's coming, you know, taking out the plants as well. But yeah, the minutiae doesn't necessarily matter that much. And if you want to get stuck on something, and the second piece of that, I think, is if you want to get into the minutiae and you want to get stuck with something, anything you see someone say is a great place to start, Okay. Bella says she doesn't do salt. Okay, great. She doesn't do salt. Maybe you could try not doing salt. Mm. But just because a a personality or a doctor or somebody that you watch on YouTube says, this is what I do, or this is what I recommend to my people that they do, that doesn't mean it's right, number one. That doesn't mean you have to do it that way, number two. And it's a great place to start. Mm. Guess what? If it's not working for you, try something else change it up yeah and that's exactly what I, I say to people you know um you know stop listening to everyone else for for the protocols you know find what works for you and yeah like if salt works for you great if salt doesn't work for you great <laughs> you know if, if it makes you worse don't do it if it makes you better do it you know keep keep exploring what really works for you but yeah i think i think 100%. you're absolutely right you know the mining side just doesn't really 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 matter that much um, one of the questions I had for you was, you know, where where do you kind of see yourself going from here? I guess you've already partially answered that in the in the sense that you said, you know, you probably stay animal based for you know as long as you can. Oh yeah, I'm just not changing. Um, do you think you'll ever reintroduce any any vegetables at all? I'm bearing in mind your previous gut issues, I know as well. Nope. Just just nope. just never. There's there's it's like alcohol. So I had I used to have a slight alcohol problem. Uh, <laughs> there's a long story there. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I did along my journey, I did a, uh, 21 day sugar detox and I was already fairly clean eating. I didn't do much processed food or sugar. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I stopped, I was like, all right, well, I'll stop drinking alcohol. Uh, and it's not like I drank a lot at the time. I had already made a lot of progress in the issues I had in the past. And so, you know, I had maybe three glasses of whiskey a week. Mm. Right. I come home from work, have dinner, chill out for the evening, pour a two finger glass and just kind of sip on that in the evening before I, you know, got ready for bed, things like that. In 10, how to say 21 day, 21 day sugar in a 21 day period, three weeks. The only thing I, I didn't change my exercise, I didn't change my diet. The only thing I changed was not drinking three and we'll say four 
three to four glasses of whiskey a week. Mm-hmm. So in, in total, basically, let's just say I did four in three weeks. I stopped 12 glasses of whiskey. Yeah. Okay. I didn't have in three weeks. I lost 10 pounds of fat. It's mm. crazy. And that's not it even that blew, much. It blew my mind. Yeah. Right. I had a, I, I, I owned my gym at the time. I had an in-body, uh, one of the commercial in-body composition scans at the gym. I tracked my body fat, tracked my lean mass, all that stuff on there. From, from day one to day 21, the only thing I didn't lose muscle mass. I didn't, none of that, none of that changed. It, the only thing I literally 10 pounds of body fat mass mm. in 21 days, just from stopping the alcohol that got me into a, uh, like a, what the hell is going on mode of, I need to figure out what's going on with this mm. digging in a lot into alcohol and what it does to the body. And there's so many bad things that alcohol does to the body the level of toxicity, the level of brain effect, so many things from a body composition perspective, oxidative priority, everything else. Um, it got me to realize how bad alcohol really is. Mm. And the knowledge of understanding how toxic toxic it is just turned off all desire for me to have it. Mm. No matter what connection I may have emotionally had to it, the knowledge of how bad it was, immediately, it was like, okay, I'm done. I'm not doing that again. I've had maybe since that time, that was 2017. I think maybe since that time, I've had maybe one glass of alcohol. Mm. Mm. It's just like, there's there's just no, it just, there's no desire to put that in my body. And I'm pretty much in the same place when it comes to veggies. Yeah. What about sugar? Understanding. Did you, have, did you ever have any issues with sugar? Because I mean, a lot of, a no, lot of people really. have issues with sugar. I mean, I was sugar addict. I'm still am a sugar addict. I don't think I ever a yeah. recovered uh, addict, really. Uh, yeah, I, I call yeah. myself, you know, I'm still a sugar addict, but kind of will definitely help me control my sugar addiction for sure. Yeah, for sure. It, um, again, same kind of thing. The, the, the understanding what these things are doing have done to my mm-hmm. body. Uh, sugar is probably the last thing that I still deal with sometimes. Uh, I'm a Ben and Jerry's guy through and through. So I, I still, every once in a while, every, every couple months, I'll go get some Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. But it's definitely not a part of my routine per se. Uh, and it's definitely not something that I do on a regular basis. Yeah. But it's it, if you're really trying to improve and, and get a better quality of life and increase your physical freedom, then you got to look at some things and be like, look, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. I don't, a lot of people look at pros and cons. What are the pros of this? What are the cons of this? I don't look at it that way. I look, I take a financial view. What's the net positive? What's the net negative? Mm. Is this providing me a net benefit, right? If my body, if my health is, if I look at it as an investment, is this action going to add to that investment or take away from that investment? Mm-hmm. And that's how I look at it because that takes the emotion out of it. This yeah. isn't a, with the pros and cons, it's, you can get into, well, this is good for me. This is bad for me. But then there's also just, a, you, you can let subjective justification get into that conversation, mm. right? Well, I'll, I'll do this today and then it won't be so bad tomorrow or I can make up for it tomorrow. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of things you can do and play mind games with yourself that it's going to set you off in the wrong direction. Yeah. If you look at it from a purely uh, beneficial, just look at the benefits alone. Is this adding to or subtracting from the things that I'm trying to do? Mm-hmm. It kind of helps take some of that emotional, personal stuff out of it. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, you've got a book, as I mentioned, the, uh, the mm-hmm. ultimate, um, where is it? The, uh, the ultimate ketogenic fitness book. What, what do you kind of talk yeah. about in, in that then? All of this, all of this in the book, all, everything. Fair enough. <laughs> so there's, there's three, there's three kind of 
uh, domains of of knowledge or domains that we we work under as human beings, particularly when we talk about quality of life. And that is uh, everything starts in your head. So mindset is huge. Then you have to combine fitness. You have to combine nutrition. So the book is really talking about what is the mindset that we need to have to reach the goals that we want. A lot of people think that it's fat loss when they really haven't dug deep to find out it's not fat loss. There's something else. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, oh, I want to lose 50 pounds out of the blue. Like there's something going on in your life, something that's causing you pain, discomfort, limiting mm -hmm. your ability to do things that you think the fat loss is going to fix for you. Mm -hmm. And that's really digging into what is the reason you're, you're, you want to do these things. What is the reason you you're on this journey? Once you can identify that and have an emotional connection to it, the emotional connection is key. Mm -hmm. If you don't have an emotional connection to why you're doing this, then the emotional connection you have to the food is going to be stronger. So that has to outweigh the emotional connection to the food. Mm -hmm. So it's talking about all the mindset stuff. And then we talk about what is, what is fitness? Why is it important? How do you get started? Those types of things. Understanding that adding fitness to the equation gives you a whole cornucopia, word of the day, right? A whole bunch of things that you can look at outside of just how much weight have I lost? Yeah. When you look at fitness, now you can look at, am I getting stronger? Am I getting faster? Do I have more energy? Do I get hurt less? Can I play with my grandkids and not feel like crap the next day? Mm -hmm. Can I walk up and down the stairs on my own? Do I need help? Can I go grocery shopping? Can I garden in my backyard? All the things that are limiting people in their daily life because their physical ability is limited, this, the fitness piece is huge for that. Can I handle stress better? That's all physical. That's all fitness stuff. Mm. So looking at those things adds to the things that you can look at to, to gauge your progress. People are like, I'm stuck. I'm stalled. Once you introduce fitness into your life, you will never stall again because you will never run out of things that you can gauge your fitness with. Yeah. That you can get your progress with. That can improve. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then all the nutrition, all the nutritious stuff. Yeah. And your book's on Amazon, available on Amazon, yes. right? Yeah. Yep. So I'll make sure I'll, I'll make sure to put the links in the, uh, in, in, in the episode description so people can go and, go and grab it. Um, and you've got like, uh, like apparel t-shirts and hoodies and stuff on your, on yeah. your website <laughs> as well. I like the, uh, the bacon fat one. That was, that was, that was pretty bacon cool. Bacon fat is where it's at. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I quite, I quite <laughs> like that one. Um, I've got my own my own stuff that I'm kind of you know launching the meat medic. I can't you can't see it because of my uh, <laughs> my microphone, but usually got my hat on. Um, that's that's the new thing. It's it's uh, it's kind of scary, you know, like like making merch and stuff. Like, I think people people just think, ah, oh, you just yeah, whatever. Like it's yeah. uh, it's, you got to you know you got to test it all, you got to buy it all and check it's actually not just a load of rubbish. Oh, right? And, Does it fit right? Is it a yeah? Piece of you got to like yeah. spend yeah. spend money before you're even making money. It's kind of scary in a yeah. way. But um, how can people find you like social media and so on? Uh, sure. I mentioned, of course, your YouTube channel. Maybe you can you can uh, put some information out there. Yeah, yeah. Everything's Coach Bronson. If you just go to Google and type in Coach Bronson, hopefully all of the stuff comes up. Um, YouTube is Coach.Bronson. Instagram is Coach.Bronson. Um, and that's pretty much where the, the two biggest places you can find me are. But my website is just CoachBronson.com as well. Yeah, perfect. I mean, we're, I'm conscious of time. Um, Zoom is telling me that we're, we're running out of time now. Yeah. Um, is there anything final that you want to, you want to add? And we've, we've spoken about quite a lot, of course, you know, your fitness, yeah. uh, you know, your book, your gym. So of course your personal story, uh, animal-based mm -hmm. nutrition, carnivore diet, is there anything else you want to add for people that you think they should know? Yeah, I think, I think really it's just keep it simple. You know, we've talked about it and I want to beat that message home as much as possible because 
it doesn't have to be complicated. Um, if you don't know how to do something, one of the questions that we get all the time was, how do I cook all the meat? Well, there's so many different ways to cook meat. And if that's the, if that's the thing that's holding you up, please don't let that hold you up. There are so many people out there. Maria has a cookbook, um, a carnivore cookbook, and she's got a bunch of other keto cookbooks. Like you can go out there and find ways to cook the meat. If you don't know how to, to cook meat, um, just ask someone to help teach you. Go to YouTube, figure out like, how do I cook this meat? And you'll find 10 million videos on how to do it. So the, the knowledge that you think you need in order to do this is really not as deep as, as you think it is. Um, it's really literally just eat meat, uh, lift some more weights and get better sleep, right? So the, the simpler, the more simple, which I don't know, which is gr more grammatically correct, uh, you can make it, uh, yeah. the better it's going to be for you. Yeah. Simple lasts a lot longer too, right? It, it's easier to maintain it's simple easier. changes, mm. you know, a lot longer than it is to make things complicated and try to keep that going. Because whatever you do to get there, you have to maintain at some level to stay there. Mm. So if you're really digging into it, you're just getting started. You're really digging into all these things. You're looking at intermittent fasting and OMAD and PSMF and who knows what all these other different things are. And you're trying to do all this stuff. You got to maintain that. Yeah. So the, the, the more easy options that you can do to get started, it's going to be a lot easier to keep it going. I think that's absolutely great advice. And, you know, I kind of say similar to my patients as well, you know, make it, make it easy, make it simple. Don't worry about the minutiae, you know, my kind of like 30 day guide that I give people, um, you know, available sale on meatmedic.com, you know, uh, people are surprised because they look at the the meal plan and there's like this, hang up, there's like sausages in here. Like I, 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 like, I didn't know you could have, you know, sausages and carnivore. I'm like, why can't you have sausages and carnivore? <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like, Absolutely. It doesn't matter. Like, oh, well, like, where, where do I buy like the 100% grass fed, organic, like pure beef? Like, I'm like, who cares? Oh my gosh, guys, just do what you can do. Yeah. You know? Like, just and it's here's the first the 30 days. Like, it's not, it's not a big deal. Like, make it super yeah. simple. Don't go and spend like four hours like driving around the country to, to find some place like farm whatever that's like you know super organic everything like don't just buy it from yeah. the local shop <laughs> the worst the quote-unquote worst version of carnivore quote air quotes is yeah. going to be better than what you're doing now yeah almost certainly yeah that, that that's what matters do something that's a little bit better for anybody who's listening who's a you know carnivore zealot and all those carnivore zealots out there understand there's never been a society that's a hundred percent carnivore They've no. never been. There's so, not. you know, even our definition of hyper carnivore now is only 70% yep. animal, animal product, right? So get over it. There is no right way to do carnivore. Everybody is different. Stop being anal about the whole thing. Yeah. It, it frustrates the <laughs> hell out of me. No, that's exactly what I say to people as well. Like just, you know, find your own way, make make it make it easy, yeah. make it simple. You know, and I say to them after like 30 days, whatever, 60 days, 90 days, if you want to go and start driving around the country and like, you know, finding all these super organic everything, like, look, fine, you you go and do that. No one's going to stop you. You, know, you, you, you go and do your thing. But, you know, for the first couple of weeks, whatever, like just make it super easy on yourself. Give yourself a break. Whatever you're going to do, like you said, is like infinitely better than what you've been doing before. And it is that thing. If you start on that super organic, like a grass fed, everything, like the best quality meats, like that's kind of probably the way you're going to have to carry on. 
because you're never going to then be able to go to just oh just buy store-bought sausages because oh no they don't have fillers and breadcrumbs and you're like oh but what have they been cooked in and you know all this stuff it's like it doesn't really matter <laughs> that much exactly. really like it doesn't actually really matter that much um i'm conscious of time coach because we've got like a minute left yeah. on on zoom it's been it's been great talking to you i apologize again Appreciate for the early issues and oh, anyone out there if you if you heard a baby crying in the background we've just had a new baby and uh, they're hey, still congrats. working out how to behave on the podcast thank you very much number four absolutely crazy times here um but thank you again coach bronson for coming on the show uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you it's always difficult to organize these ones over, over the pond but it's been yeah. absolutely fantastic um i'll make sure to put all of your information of course in the video description uh, and people can go, of course, check you out on social media. Everyone definitely check out Coach Bronson's social media. Uh, great, great photos on there. And he's looking absolutely fantastic for for over 50 now, which is a testament, I think, to to his approach with the, the F2 approach there. So absolutely fantastic. Uh, thank you very much, Coach. Uh, have, a, have a great day. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye now. Thank you for this... Thank you for listening to this episode of the Meek Medic Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. It really does help to spread the word that how, how we can improve mental and physical health through diet and nutrition. If you are interested in improving your own... Okay, let's just re-record that. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Meek Medic Podcast. If you found this episode useful, please leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. It really does help out the channel to grow. If you have found this useful and you want to improve your physical and mental health further, please do check out my website, themeekmedic.com, where you can find all my eBooks are currently 50% off with the code 50OFF. That's code 50OFF, 50OFF, O-double-F, for 50% off all eBooks. Take care. Thank you. See you in the next episode.